0: Five four three two one. <clears throat> I'm John Miglash for the WDMA. As you can tell, <clears throat> got a bit of a frog in my throat, so we're going to try and keep the comments to a minimum. And we're going to start with Tom Fishburne, right? So, over here. So, Tom says, <clears throat> here's a comment that presumably is in LinkedIn or something. AI has revolutionized the way we create unique content for our audiences that's the original point po- post and then great point ai has revolutionized the way we create unique content for our read more and then <laughs> the next person chimes in great point ai has revolutionized great point great point great point so we've magnified the point but And it has revolutionized. But it's not in a good way. So. Ian Whitworth. Recently described AI content. AI generated content as. Infinite words nobody wants. And. uh, He observed that. Chat GPT is here to make us all the same. The samening is upon us. Now. At this point, we pause and we say, not this show. (laughs) I am not GPT, chat GPT generated. (laughs) I understand I could be. And maybe if I passed away suddenly from this cold, I would be. But at this point, I am not. And you can comment right now and I will talk to you. Now, it may not pass, pass the Turin test. You may still be convinced that I'm a bot. Well, I don't know. I don't know how to prove it. You know, call me up on the phone. Alternate communication channels might be a good way. Uh, Call my wife's phone, ask her. Uh, I gave her a hug this morning, you know. That, to me, is maybe the best test. Ask my wife. Okay, so all these are powerful conformity machines giving the ability to churn out Bible-length material about yourself and your business that's exactly the same. And I don't know if it'll be exactly the same. That's the that's the beauty of ChatGPT. It might say, John is a warrior against digital marketing. You won't get that many of those looking around the Internet. John is a champion of direct mail. Not many of those either. And even maybe John illustrates how direct mail and AI can make a perfect fit. Especially if you have somebody looking over its shoulder and saying, hey, this makes no sense at all. Now, the problem is, is that it's not just that chat GPT doesn't make any sense or plagiarizes. The problem is, is that that's most of what I read these days. And I don't think it's created by ChatGPT. I think it's created by people. And that's the real problem. Okay, Mark Pritchard calls this the content crap trap. Mark Schaefer in 2014 coined the term content shock. I think it should be content schlock. But anyway, to describe the emerging marketing epoch. Okay, sameness is not a winning strategy. We can't break through the clutter by adding to it. And you know, I've done a lot of work with B2B catalogs, and especially in the safety industry. <clears throat> I don't know why exactly; it just caught on. But I never gave the same advice to the two competitors. I always I always suggested that they emphasize their strengths, which were different, and it worked out for all of them. It's pretty amazing. And I also said, let's test. Okay, so a couple of more cartoons. The good news is we're getting lots of engagement on our AI-generated content. What's the bad news? Most of that engagement is coming from AI-generated traffic, right? And I'm thinking Monday, next Monday, I'll do the interview with with uh, Dr. Augustine Fu. That was really, really it. Not only entertaining but also enlightening. <clears throat> Have you figured out how AI will impact our business? Working on it. Okay. Now I want to get over to this thing by John Christian. This is the real article that Ray Schultz actually um, summarized, and I think Ray did a, you know, a bang-up job of, of uh, summarizing it. But this is so much better. And John took the time to write me, and so I'd like to take the time to highlight his article. And as you know, all the articles talked about will be featured on. on the WDMA website by date, by today's date, you can get them. You need to subscribe, which is free, but you can Or you can support this curation of interesting content from around the world every day. And we sort out the mistakes and the overstatements. Okay, Uh, Sports Illustrated, the publisher of Sports Illustrated and Men's Journal announced that this week that that its magazines would start publishing AI-generated articles, but it wouldn't result in a decline in quality. It's not about crank out the AI content as much as you and do as much as you can. Told, Arena Group CEO Ross Levinson to the Wall Street Journal. Google eyes will Google Google eyes. Google uh, <laughs> Google will penalize you for that. And more isn't better. Better is better. I'd like to see Google penalize that. I don't think they're going to, but it would be great if they did. Okay, CNET, which is, you know, famous for giving us info about technology, uh, already tried it and caught a fierce backlash about the errors and plagiarism found in AI's work. Reminds me a little bit of the early days of the Internet. I was there in 1994 when it started. We could we could browse the Louvre um, but but in 1995 when it opened to the public it uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of angst or even anger that the internet might be used for commercial purposes imagine that because up to that point it was mainly academic and uh, if you had a prodigy email or Prodigy account and you use the internet through prodigy you might not get any answers if you asked a question or you might get a lot of dumb answers because you were a newbie you were a, you were a commercial user and uh, and there were a lot of people who thought that the internet should be their own personal playground and uh, they tried to stop this and I think we should try to stop. AI when we spot it but like I said half the articles I look at have egregious errors about mail or digital or advertising in general and I point them out every day but the probably the authors who just raise the flag to digital tell everybody it's great probably get more likes than I do so if you are interested in keeping this going you should like it every day share it with your friends and uh, so anyway, the first article, the very first article Men's Journal did carried the title, What All Men Should Know About Low Testosterone. And we reviewed this yesterday to some extent, or, my, or Friday. Um, and uh, Bradley Annawalt kindly looked it over, the chief of medicine at the University of Washington Medical Center. And you know, as this deluge keeps going, Experts will give less and less time to trying to correct the errors. It's only now because it's novel. But eventually, you'll have an Internet even more full of garbage than you have already. Partly why I don't use Google. And Bling, is it Bing or Bling? Bling, Microsoft Bling, not only uses AI now for search so that it thinks it knows what you want, which it never does. Never gets it right. Funnels down to a fewer number of articles with fewer variety or less variety. But then picks up on stuff from AI that's nonsense. So we've got nonsense being piled on nonsense. Wonderful. This article has many inaccuracies and falsehoods, so said Bradley. Dr. Bradley, I suppose we should say like equating test high, low blood testosterone with hypogonadism. Say that quickly. And uh, even psychological sy- symptoms, which aren't supported by the data. There's just enough proximity to the scientific evidence and literature to have a ring of truth. Now, that's the real danger. But there are many false and misleading notes, and we've known that about Wikipedia. For years, you know, they don't, there's no way to, there's no way to get through this unless you get a human involved. And so here I am for you. Uh, So it's beginning to look more like a, like a cynical cash grab aimed at dirt cheap content. Early in 2020, Men's Journal laid off its editorial staff. Now in December 2022, its staff currently lists only five employees, two of whom are part-time. This is supposed to be a health journal. My, oh, my. And uh, when Futurism reached out to Arena about the errors in Men's Journal, there were a cascade of changes, some of which, but not all were changed. So uh, an arena spokesman sent this gobbledygook, which I couldn't make heads or tails out of, Basically said we're going to keep going at this, and Google issued new guidelines said it would tolerate AI, but it would put extra emphasis on the reliability. How does it know? That's the part that always amazes me. In this in this uh, cancel culture, where Google is being exposed as as actually multiplying the misinformation instead of stopping it. How do we know? How do we get the experts engaged, the real experts? Who are the real experts? Are there any real experts? Like and share. Join WDMA. And CNET keeps publishing this stuff with basic errors. Basically, CNET eventually admitted that more than half the articles had published contained either factual mistakes, plagiarism, or both. But CNET pledged to forge ahead with the AI-generated articles because it's cheap as soon as the negative press subsides. So a wonderful article by John Christensen and uh, Christian, rather. And um, I think that's all for today. I'm going to also review the uh, Postcards versus Letters by Kent Moon tomorrow because it's this one is more detailed and I will... I will uh, I will give him more credit because he actually cites his sources and that sort of thing. So have a great day. I'm going to head back and work from my lounge chair instead of here. So if you do call me, call myself. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye. Oh, and thanks for all the birthday wishes.